please note that we are not doctors, but this is based on our personal experience and the information that we have gathered from those who have counseled us. So please remember it's really important during this season to take care of yourself. You matter so much to those that you are caring for. You are essential. Bye. Hi friends, welcome to Nourishing the Essential. This is Lucy and I am here with Allie today. Um, Allie from Awaken Ambition with Allie. She is a health coach, a fitness enthusiast. She is a bachelor's of family studies and human development. She was previously a family resource coordinator and she was she also did resource matching and coordinating for low-income families, getting you what you needed when you needed it. So thank you for being our guest today. Well, thank you for having me. We are talking about postpartum issues, specifically DR. We have other uh, conversations out there about what is DR. Uh, if you have not listened to that podcast yet, I encourage you to do so. It's just a small snippet about what to talk to your doctor about, what diastasis recti is, and what the symptoms are. And then in a previous episode, Allie shared her sword, her her story. Good grief, that's tongue twister. Her surgery story. There we go. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Too many yeses. Um, So I also had DR. I have two kids. They are now uh, four and two, nearly five and three. That's like killing me. When you said your kids were seven, I was like, ah, it goes so fast. So we've been talking about that. And, um, we uh, we also talked about our six-week visit. So after my first daughter, I did have a little bit of, you know, I could tell I wasn't as strong in my core, but I got pregnant very soon after because they're so close together, and I just kind of said, like, okay, I probably have DR after doing some research and I'll deal with it after second baby, right? Cause I'm, I'm already pregnant again. The muscles are just gonna. So after second baby, um, I didn't know what to ask at that six week visit. So I was on pregnancy Medicaid. And if you are on pregnancy Medicaid or have been, or don't know, um, just for general information, you are covered until your six week visit. Um, and then that's it. So if you, uh, if you have been to your six-week visit or an eight-week visit, double check with your insurance, but usually it covers about eight weeks after the delivery date. Um, once it's turned into Medicaid, then they know, and then they know how far to cover you because they want to make sure that you get the care that you need after. Um, but you definitely need to know the questions to ask. So at that uh, six-week visit, I went. Um, I realized, like, oh, maybe I've got some postpartum depression here, and I'm definitely going to be talking about that in a future podcast. Um, had you know a physical exam and just kind of talked to my doctor, and she's like, you need to make sure you modify some exercises. But then I had no insurance, so um, I went a year and a half with no insurance. Oh, wow. Um, and so just kept, you know, similar to your story, kept doing these exercises, didn't see any progress and was throwing my back out constantly. Yep. Um, and for me, I have a previous dance injury, um, in my left hip and it was, Allie, it was like dragging my leg behind me. I felt like my leg was not even connected to my body Oh my goodness. and it was <laughs> a, it, just totally bizarre. And you know, you're a fitness enthusiast and you, you know, you're in tune with what's going on in your body. And as a former dancer, I'm just like, 
wait, I can't, I can't even like function. My leg is off in space and my body's over here and I'm picking up two kids and my back's going out all the time. So Allie had shared like her back was going out like on a three week rotation. And I was really experiencing that with, um, anytime I would have extra inflammation, Mm -hmm. um, like around my cycle, that, that was it for me, you know, pick up the kid the wrong way, bend the wrong way, get up from the chair the wrong way god forbid and then you could sneeze and throw your back out really yeah (laughs) exactly and nurse the wrong direction and then that's it for a week I'm on the floor you know um so finally um we made a move and we had some insurance and I went and I was like look I don't know what is going on but I'm really struggling thank goodness my girlfriend said hey did you know that there is physical therapy for this? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, there's pelvic and abdominal therapy. So I went, not knowing to, what to expect. I I was amazed, Allie. They did something called brain mapping uh-huh. with me. So basically, uh, my therapist, who was awesome, she's like, okay, move your leg like this. And I'm like, well, I can't. I can't tell it to move. I'm trying. My brain says I'm telling it to move, and my leg's just sitting there like whatever I'm over here on this planet and you're over there um so lots of just precise exercises to re-engage that connection between muscle and body um and it's just it's incredible they highly recommend um sorry about the wind guys we're out at this beautiful park today enjoying the day and the wind's picking up a little um but they recommend a book called the body keeps the score um so i'm going to put that in the notes as well but we um you know our bodies go through a lot when we carry a child or in your case carry two at the same time exactly yeah (laughs) and uh you know labor and delivery our bodies are created for it um and we can get past the trauma of that it's created to recover but sometimes we just need a little help so i just want to point out there's no shame in that um you can get back to your normal healthy active lifestyle and be able to do things with your kids but sometimes just knowing the questions to ask is so important so um ali had talked about going to her appointment and it being a missed opportunity just because she didn't know what to ask Mm -hmm, and and me as well just not knowing like hey i should probably explore this further so um in Allie's case, uh, she has a surgery story that I'd love for you to go back and listen to. And in my case, physical therapy was what I needed. So mm-hmm. I did six weeks and I went twice a week and I learned all the modifications for exercises. But brain mapping was what really helped reconnect my body to what I needed to do so it's not just reading about like hey do your kegels guys Mm -hmm. there's a way that you need to inhale and exhale there's a way you need to connect your mind to your body so that you're protecting your body Mm -hmm. for what's next so Allie and I are putting on the YouTube channel we're going to put out there um, some modifications uh, for exercises and I'm also going to put out some modifications for housework That seems so silly, but it's true. You're doing it all the time. And like Allie pointed out, you're bending over a crib. You're picking up your kid. Mm -hmm. All the stuff that is away from the midline. The further that you go away from the midline of your body, the more difficult it is if you don't have that core strength. Mm -hmm. So we're going to post some information on YouTube. I just want to point out we are not doctors. 
This is based on our personal story, but these are information that we have been given from the people that have counseled and worked with us. So please check that out on our YouTube channel, Nourishing the Essential, and just be encouraged, guys. This is just a season. And we want you to enjoy the season with your kids. Yes, exactly. That is the most important thing because, you know, I can look back with my experience and, you know, mentally, I feel like I missed out on a lot because I was so focused on like, oh, what is wrong with me? Like, I, you know, or I can't hold my baby or when I am holding my baby, my back is hurting. Yes. And, you know, it's this vicious cycle in our heads, but yes. we can break free of that cycle. Yes. You know, it, it takes work and, and patience, but we definitely can and we can be there for our kids a hundred percent while still taking care of ourselves because we have to take care of ourselves if we want to be effective caregivers to our yes. families it's so important and I know as busy moms it's hard to think like oh I can't make time for that but if you can carve out that little you know 15 to 30 minutes a day yes. to just give yourself some time um, it's gonna make a huge difference it it's makes a massive difference and I think to you know as a as a caregiver to young children you're their example mm -hmm. so my kids know <laughs> they'll say mom I want a piggyback ride well they're getting bigger now so yeah. <laughs> even though I you know I had a six finger gap and now it's down to one or two you know kind of in places and we also are going to show a picture of the uh the height of the gap from where it started and where it ended for us because um, mm -hmm. it, it's quite different and it's not just about the width or it's also about the depth and, exactly. and how long yeah. that gap is. It makes a huge difference. But, you know, now I don't have such a big gap, but I still have to work at it. I can't just be like, all right, cool. My body's just going to take over now. I have to continue um, engaging a few times a week to make sure my core is staying strong and healthy um, so that as my kids grow, I can still pick them up. But my kids yeah. know. I'll pick up baby number one, who's almost five, and she'll say, Mama, pick me up. And I'll go, yeah, but remember that I need you to keep your body close to my body. Why? Because I'm you're bigger, and I, I need to be able to hold you correctly. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to tell your kids that you need a modification. It doesn't make you any less strong or <laughs> any less of a mom. It just means, like, I, this is how I need to do it so that I can meet your needs exactly well you know I even have to tell my kids like when they're on my lap to be careful to not press right. on my tummy because even though you know I'm several years out from having my surgery it's been about four or five years um, I still am sensitive right. down my midline mm -hmm. and so they know not to push or you know get their knee in there or their hand in there because you know it's gonna cause me pain yeah. and they understand our kids are adaptable and yes. so the last thing they want to do is is cause their their mom's pain Right. And so we just need, we need to tell them, get them comfortable. It's just kind of like training them so they understand right. um, what they need to do so we can still play with them and still do all those fun things. Absolutely. And they're definitely not going to think of you of having any kind of, you know, disability or like, oh gosh, my memory of my mom is, you know, that's not, <laughs> exactly. it's not right. going to be a thing. Just make sure that as you're protecting yourself and you can let the the people around you know so that they can help support you in that yeah. so it's really important um you know as you walk through this if you are thinking that you have dr um, do some research check out how you can check for it what to ask your doctor um, through these series of podcasts and the information on youtube and just be encouraged there's a lot of people out there that have this and so you are not alone yeah. and you are essential we'll talk to you soon bye